T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Crimes across the country, we're seeing the numbers go up. The New York Times is actually admitting this defunding thing is not working. They say it is a trend mirrored across the country where crime is skyrocketing in many big cities, putting liberal leaders under pressure to balance the demands of activists against the concerns of some residents about rising violence. Even smaller cities haven't been spared the rise in violence. Louisville last year set a record for homicides with 173, and this year is on pace to surpass that. It doesn't work. The defunding doesn't work. And why these politicians ran on that just blows my mind. Not my problem. You're probably thinking, I don't live in a major blue city like those fools that are fleeing. So none of this liberal induced chaos that started with defunding and ended with police who are still on the beat, afraid to even do their jobs. This doesn't affect me. Oh, but that's where you're wrong. Even if you don't live in a liberal city or a big blue metro, it absolutely affects you. Why? Don't forget We are in an economic death match with China right now. If you got real news, which you don't, the biggest economic story of last year would have been that for the first time ever in human economic history, foreign investment in the Chinese economy surpassed foreign investment in the American economy. Never forget that whatever country has the biggest economy will have the world's reserve currency and our printing press. Without the printing press, our government will collapse, likely taking some or all of the economy with it. Even now, just two weeks ago, the Associated Press ran an article worrying that we could conceivably default on our debt as soon as this summer. Here's what they're not telling you. We use the printing press to pay our bills, our monthly recurring federal debt payments. No printing press means, as Representative Mo Brooks explained last week, every man, woman, and child in this country owes $90,000. You've got the inflation rate going up. You've got our debt now soon to bust through the $30 trillion mark, which means if our creditors decide that they don't want to pay us uh, anymore in the way of loans, that each American citizen is going to owe roughly $90,000. That's every man, woman, and child, because that's their share of this $30 trillion debt that we're soon going to bust through. If the Chinese currency were to become the world's reserve currency, they get our printing press. 
it's what they want most in the world. Right now, and there's no telling for how much longer, the dollar is the currency people prefer to keep their savings in around the world and to conduct transactions in. But the dollar is teetering, losing value by the moment to inflation. And it is widely accepted that when the size of the Chinese economy passes ours, they will also inherit the reserve currency. And like the other countries in the world, from the UK to Ireland to Zimbabwe, we'll no longer be able to print. If we cannot print, we will default. So what's all this have to do with the defund the police movement, with de-policing, where even police officers who are still miraculously on the beat in blue cities stay in their cars rather than going after criminals and crime soars through the roof? A lot, it turns out. See, last year, when foreign investment in the Chinese economy surpassed investment in ours for the first time, it looked like a one-off. An American economy closed due to COVID type thing. At least that's the story we're telling. If it proves not to be a one-off this year, that without the COVID, we still see more foreign investment in the Chinese economy than here, the floodgates will open. Foreign investors will follow other foreign investors, and it'll build like a snowball rolling down a hill. When China looks more stable than the U.S., when things there don't burn to the tune of at least $2 billion in a single summer, money flees volatility every time and runs downhill towards stability. Investors aren't sure right now how stable the United States of America still is. This summer will answer the question. That's why the Wall Street Journal is concerned. They understand this. And that's why they ran this piece on May 15th. Police in cities across U.S. brace for violent summer. So what you say, I don't care if they're no longer investing in blue cities. I don't live there. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's really hard to invest in, say, a national retail chain. Stores and businesses with multiple locations traded on the NASDAQ without hitting blue and red cities. When international investors flee these big chains because the store might be burnt down or the police might stand by thanks to some liberal mayor and let it be looted, they pull their dollars out of red and blue cities while defunding the chain. Or just fleeing the chaos. This is why places that are hotbeds of crime and violence don't grow much economically. And we look and sound just like them. We simply can't afford the violent summer the Wall Street Journal fears. But it appears we're on track to get it. Violent crime right now in Chicago, for instance, continues to rise. The violent crime rate's up 20% for April 2021 over April 2020. That's gigantic. It just caused the Chicago Police Union to take, for the first time ever, a no-confidence vote in Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. She thought that was funny, because crime and violence is super funny to the left, apparently. She says she's wearing the no-confidence vote, and I guess the double-digit increase in the crime rate, as a, quote, badge of honor, unquote. The left and leftist leaders think this is funny. It's not. As the Wall Street Journal points out, Shootings and homicides in big U.S. cities of a million or more are up this year over last year. A shocking, look, homicides alone up 32.2 percent. 
over last year. The major city chiefs association year-end violent crime survey found last year had a staggering 1,990 more murders in 2020 than in 2019 across major urban centers in the U.S., That's a 33% increase in homicides. Nearly every city in question is blue. And the problem will only get worse. So much worse, in fact, that the balkanization of the country, the shattering of America, we continue talking about on this podcast, might not end up being over guns or the First Amendment. It may shatter into economic zones. Those that are policed and those that are anarchic. Wild, unsupportable, uninvestable. Up next, here's why peaceful, economically functional American localities may have to break away from blue areas as a matter of economic survival. Wait, you hear this? Up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So unfortunately, as investors flee the instability of big blue cities, they'll flee investments in businesses that have locations in red cities too. Because very few big businesses are located just in blue cities. And the problem is poised to only get worse. We saw that massive increase I just told you about in violent crime and homicides as police began to flee. It's getting worse. Take the NYPD, for example. Although the story could be told of just about any blue police department in the country. Members of the NYPD grew so disenfranchised in 2020 that over 5,300 uniformed officers retired or quit. An astonishing 75% increase over the year before, the National Review reports. That's 15% of the total force going out the door. Between May 25th and June 24th of last year, New York City set an all-time record. A record high whopping 272 officers left the force in a single month. 
Left-wing Axios reports this is going on in Democrat city after Democrat city in an article called Police Recruiting Suffers as Morale Hits New Lows. And it talks about how Democrat-run cities from Charlotte to Minneapolis to Des Moines to Denver can't bring in new officers to replace the ones that are leaving. Take Des Moines, Iowa, for example, exclusively run by Democrats for nearly a quarter of a century. They saw a 50% drop in police applicants in the last calendar year. Fayetteville, Arkansas, same thing. They had only 10 applicants qualify for interviews compared to what is typically about 40. That's due, they say, to the much smaller applicant pool. Same for Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the number of officers on the streets plummeted from 817 before George Floyd died to just 638. That number is below the mandatory minimum number of officers needed on the street to keep public safety. For the first time ever, the International Association of Chiefs of Police has just declared a state of recruitment emergency, a, quote, crisis for law enforcement, unquote. Right now, Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, is talking about banning foot chases by police. That's right. The perp can commit the crime and run. But the officer has to walk in pursuit. So what will this look like to investors if America continues down this path? And believe me, foreign investors do not differentiate red and blue cities. They don't care. Well, it'll look a lot like San Francisco. In 2014, by a margin of 60 to 40 percent, the idiot voters of California basically legalized shoplifting. It was called Proposition 47, and it even allowed the shoplifters, yep, even the guilty ones, to sue stores on a racial basis if the store caught too many people of one race shoplifting, even if they were legitimately shoplifting. Prop 47 also decriminalized theft, making all thefts under 950 bucks misdemeanors, when many of them used to be felonies. That's how you get headlines like this one that just ran in the far-left San Francisco Chronicle. Out of control. Organized crime drives San Francisco shoplifting, closing 17 Walgreens stores in five years. According to the Chronicle, Theft in Walgreens San Francisco stores is four times the average for stores elsewhere in the country. And the chain spends 35 times more on security guards in the city than elsewhere. That'd be laughable if it weren't the left's template for the rest of the country. Let's look at what this mess looks like on a block-by-block financial transaction level. Let's go back to the San Francisco Chronicle, which is now complaining, by the way, after supporting the decriminalization, that elderly people can't get their prescriptions if they don't have a car because they can't get to Walgreens because the Walgreens are all closed. Here's from the article. For years, Don Susioff walked from his home two blocks to the Walgreens at Bush and Larkin Streets to pick up prescriptions for himself and his less mobile neighbors to get a new phone card or to snag senior discounts the first Tuesday of the month. That changed in March when the Walgreens, ravaged by shoplifting, closed. Sussioff, 77, who sometimes uses a cane, now goes six blocks for medication and other necessities. It's terrible, he said. On the last visit before the store closed... Even beef jerky was behind lock and key. A CVS nearby shuttered in 2019 with similar reports of rampant shoplifting. I don't blame them for closing, Sussioff said. 
For now, most Americans can content themselves with staying out of blue cities and praying to God investors don't flee to China, affecting us all and wrecking our dollar, our printing press, and the economy. But the Democrats, of course, have plans to nationalize it all. More than half the candidates in the Democrat primary this time actually took the ACLU's pledge to release half of federal inmates. That's regardless of behavior or danger level. If you cover crime like I did for many years as a reporter, you know those in the federal system are far more deadly, dangerous, and prolific than those in state prisons. They're the worst of the worst. The one's police department said we need federal help to round up because we can't do it ourselves. The Democrats, including Joe, want to release half the federal prison population. That's terrifying. Here's Joe from the campaign trail back in 2020. Do you commit to cutting incarceration by 50 percent if elected? We can do it more than that. We, there, there should be no... Uh, look, get again... Get his name. I'll send you exactly what my program is. Is it a yes or is it a yes or no? Yeah, the answer is yes. Thank you. But I got a better plan than you guys have. I I can't wait to hear it. But that's actually not the most dangerous aspect of what the Democrats have proposed. That is actually in the Democrats' policing bill, which they're currently negotiating with the Republicans to get through. The bill would remove the lawsuit protection that's standard in most American cities for police officers. You know how if you go to the store and you slip on a puddle, even if the puddle is made by you yourself spilling some Coke and then you slip? Guess what? Multi-million dollar lawsuit. Well, if the police personally face those lawsuits, they literally couldn't work. They would face being bankrupted every time they shot someone, even if they weren't at fault if somebody were to bang their knee during a foot chase the police officer would be personally liable it's actually in the bill stripping their lawsuit protection right now if you get injured in a foot chase or some other way the city pays if the lawsuit is found to have merit this would transfer this to individual police it would be impossible to recruit you'd have to be crazy to take that job or police officers will have to purchase individual policies or cities will have to purchase them for them and even then they could still be on the hook for a lawsuit if the jury payout is high enough or they've managed to accrue personal savings it'll be the final nail in policing in america which is exactly what the left wants Remember what I've told you before on this podcast. The goal is not to defund the police. It is to create such painful chaos that the Democrats fill the power vacuum with their own force. Officers who answer to them, much as the FBI now does in Washington. Remember, it was Obama who first proposed a force like this, a force where all officers are paid by the federal government, trained by the federal government, and answer to the federal government. This is the ultimate goal of Democrats. Because they know when it comes down to enforcing the unconstitutional dictates that Washington wants, they'll need local police to answer to them, not to the local mayor or to the local sheriff. 
And that is why they are causing such chaos. The thing is that chaos that Democrats are deliberately engineering high, almost unbearable levels of crime that will make the people beg for anything between them and the criminals, coupled with an atmosphere in which policing is nearly impossible and recruits nearly non-existent. It will create the perfect storm for the power vacuum to be filled with the federal force. This is their goal. They know it and they work toward it every day. The only problem is that in the meantime, they may well drive out the foreign investment we desperately need. Investment we need perhaps more than any other time in U.S. history. The clock is ticking. We don't have a lot of time. And the only way it appears that local economic regions can escape is the same with, as it is with every other issue. To break away. To balkanize. To shatter America into pieces that function better in small sizes than under this massive one certainly doesn't fit all federal system. Thanks for listening to today's edition of the Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with friends and family everywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.